who keeps the friends after the breakup? I do. <laughs> Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2 speed, you may miss some content, but you also miss the F-bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America. Hey, Workwives. My name's Amy Michelle, and I'm calling from Chicago, Illinois. I have a coworker. Okay, actually, I'll start here. We're both new and the only ones on the team. So this person doesn't pull her weight. I can see the logs of her work, and she doesn't show up at all for days on end. That means that she literally isn't even clicking any buttons in the system. She's had multiple tasks past due for a month and a half, and it's very frustrating because our stakeholders come to me asking where these things are, even though we have the same title. Okay, for example, she had a task due at the end of July, and the stakeholders came to me to set up a meeting to discuss it. I mentioned that my coworker needed to be included since it was her work. She said, oh, I can't make it, but just take notes for me. My boss recently assigned both of us a project and emphasized that it should be collaborative. I broke out the user stories and asked her to choose two out of four to complete, but was met with, well, I'm busy with other things right now. I told her that this was the priority and we needed to complete it ASAP. Guess what? I logged in this morning, and once again, nothing was even started. I expressed to my boss that I can't make any progress until my coworker finishes her part, and was immediately met with, Okay, can you pick up her other work? I feel incredibly frustrated that my completion of work is being met with having to do my coworker's tasks. I wasn't hired to do the work of two people, and I'm afraid that this will become a precedent. I need advice, because I'm literally going to quit if this continues. I'm carrying the entire team on my back, and I'm going to burn out. Amy, Michelle, welcome to Corporate America, also known as the biggest fucking group project of your whole life. (laughs) It's never ending. It's a total shit show. And like, if you're going to quit over this, honey... There's no greener grass. There's not. There's <laughs> super not. Like there's always somebody. Like my my choir director used to call this like trying to take pictures of puppies on a log. She's like, as soon as I get the sopranos and the altos and the tenors in the same key, frankly, and not flat, <laughs> the bases are gonna fall off. And as soon as I get the bases up, then the tenors are gonna have a great. Then the, uh, like it's just oh. whack them all. Uh huh. It's so, like there's always gonna be someone on the team who isn't who isn't pulling their weight. All, all always. And what this represents for you is an opportunity. If you want bite-sized information on how to get more out of your daily corporate grind, follow us on Instagram at Ask Your Work Why. I have a little story for you, Amy Michelle. Yes. Um, first of all, before I before I tell this, we've all been in this position. Unfortunately, you're not special. No. And, and leaving the, and like we said before, leaving this company will not solve this problem. No. And in fact, like what we want to do in this episode specifically is give you the tools to like take the chaos that is happening and make it the best opportunity for your career. That's right. And and this is your story, Holland, because you've done this. Yeah, I, I don't the, think it was I don't think it was as bad, frankly. I think it was. 
but you didn't see it. Like I was irritated for you because I like I was not Amy Michelle in this situation. I was Amy Michelle's friend who was watching Amy Michelle do all this work and not get credit for it. Mm. And so, yeah, it was as bad. We had the same thing in my situation. My colleague and I had the same title, the same team, same level. We reported to the same manager and we were put on the same project. And in fact, you didn't have that title to begin with. She had that title to begin with and you got put on her team at her level to fucking do her job. You didn't realize that at the time, but like I knew I was like, come again. There's some, you don't report to her. She doesn't report to you. Oh, I see what's happening. It took you a minute, but I had it in my naivete. I'll tell you what happened. (laughs) I just put my head down and did the work that needed to be done. hundred percent. And let me tell you what happened. Amy Michelle. First of all, I got all the credit for the work. Mm -hmm. Second of all, I made all the cross-functional relationships that came out of that project. Yeah, you did. Who keeps the friends after the breakup? I do. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? 100% I do. I keep the mentors, the champions, and the cross-functional partners. You know how many VPs I met in the course of this project? So many, because wasn't it a cross-functional role? It was, I was was in ops. Yeah. So it was a cross-functional project. But you went from like cute little graphic designer to an operations role. That's correct. You were never going to meet those VPs any other way. You know what I'm saying? Right. And furthermore, one of the many uh, relationships that I built over the course of this project was with a mentor of mine now, a friend and mentor of mine now, Mm -hmm. who because of that relationship showed me the first red flag that told me I needed to get out of that company. Yeah. And you started, you, because of that, you were able to begin the interview process before they announced massive fucking layoffs. I had at least one job offer before. Mm-hmm. For layoffs before the layoffs announced, were even announced. Which that's how you should be playing this game. Yeah. And so that's like, how I knew the layoffs were. Mm-hmm. This is the opportunity in chaos I'm talking about, Amy Michelle. Like, instead of like, <laughs> instead of logging in to the work logs or whatever and, and spending so much mental energy on like keeping track of this, like other person's lack yeah. of anything, yeah, all the things right. don't fucking worry about it. Do your job, keep your career, the main thing. And like, let's teach you how to like make this a big ass move. Amy, Michelle, what we want for you is to make opportunity out of this chaos. And we're going to, recommend you do three things. Number one, put your head down and do the work. You're already, you're already there. You're already in the user stories, whatever. Just you were supposed to do two, do four. You're already there. Just do it. Just fucking do it. And like, you need to mention it to your manager kind of in passing. You've, you've mentioned it. She's mentioned it once. Oh, sure. Sure. Don't mention it again. And like, if it does happen to come up, like make sure you know that you've done the extra work, Mm -hmm. but it was like easy. It was Mm non-dramatic. It was kind of fun. Like it was actually more holistic. It was more, it was more better. God, I don't even know what I'm doing. It's a Sunday afternoon. I like, it was better for me to do it because I had a more holistic approach to the solution or perspective. Yeah. Whatever the thing is like your job is to not be the problem. Cause if you mention it again, then you become not a team player. You become a bitch. You become something irritating. You become like, you're more irritating than the person who's not doing any work at all. Because yeah, guess what? Your manager fucking knows. That's exactly right. You have to trust that your manager and frankly, anyone who's associated with this work stream knows they know. Mm -hmm. That's why, as an example, that's why for that meeting back in, what do you say? May the stakeholders didn't even put your coworker on the call. No, why would they? No. And they were just everybody's time. Just get it done. To you, Amy Michelle, I can tell it sounds like they're dismissing your concern. It's not that they're dismissing your Mm -hmm. concern. It's that they already know the problem exists. They already know you're the solution. And like they're trying to, I wouldn't be surprised if they're trying to paper trail her out. She might be on a pip already that you don't know about. She might be like on the cusp of getting fired. They just have to 
get the paperwork in line that like I have asked them to do this and they didn't deliver. And in fact, her coworker had to, had to do this, but right. those are conversations they have to have with HR, not with you. And in fact, they need you to not know. And the fact that all that's likely happening and the fact that even if that's not happening, they know that you're doing the work. That is all a good thing. Yes. That makes you look good. Exactly. So like, you know, maybe once a quarter you can bring it up. Right. In your performance review, you say, and by the way, did 200% of X project Mm -hmm. did over beyond on Y project. Yep. How would you say that? Like if in a bullet point on a performance review, um, like I would just say, uh, executed on, this, this, this in my job description and went the extra mile and, and completed the project. Nice. Perfect. Right. Cause like they know that it's divided between you two. Mm-hmm. So just, just remind them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. I would also, I think in, I think in your case, you were like the project was like launching a dam or something. That's right. Right. And there was some training and I, that's I, right. I feel like I mentioned this to you. I don't know if you ended up doing it, but like if there's some documentation about the thing, make sure your name is on it, not mm-hmm. the other person's, mm-hmm. right? So that as that thing travels, it has a life of its own. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, So what did have my name on it was the fact that I led the training. Yeah. So in perpetuity, as I left the department, left the company, left whatever, it was still me training. And so like, I remember people who came on later than me, they're like, oh, you're that person. I'm like, hi. Internally <laughs> famous. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Totally. Um, which just to your point, yes, I was able to get the, credit for mm-hmm. the thing totally which is important i think there are still people who find this podcast because of that training what's holland doing now <laughs> oh <laughs> do you know what I mean thank well, you for that <laughs> thanks love this, this for is me that's why i give you career advice <laughs> thanks vanessa Anytime. okay amy michelle just a couple notes the first one is you need to slow your roll it's actually not that easy to fire someone and it's going to take some time. I understand the want to quit. Trust me. (laughs) Um, it's, it's this big ass red flag internally that like, Oh no, I'm going to burn out. And so you just want to quit right now. (laughs) That's how I feel. But the way that you like slow down the burnout is by just stopping the caring about your coworker. You have to not focus on them. It's like putting blinders on horses. I need you to go straight down the road and not worry about the screaming children on either side of this parade route. Do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, like I just need you to put your head down and go to work and and stop caring about the chaos around them. Your manager knows it's going to take some time. Just do your job. Yeah, I think that mindset shift around Mm -hmm. A, this is normal. B, this is a big opportunity. We'll see, hopefully result in this burnout kind of dissipating. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like it's it's actually not your problem. Your problem is do your job, keep your job and uh, get paid more. Amy, Michelle, the last reminder here is this attitude check. You're, You're in the middle of your three moves. You're smack dab and move Literally. to, this is the rat race. This is it. This wel- welcome to <laughs> like 99%. I think I used to say like move to is like 80% of your career. I think it's like 99%. <laughs> like this is the bullshit you deal with all the time, which is why we like have it set up the way we do. It's actually not steps in move to it's spheres Swirling. of concern. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. That like you always have to be aware of your relationship to self. What do I want? What's good for me? You always have to be in relationship to others. Who the fuck is your coworker who's not doing their job and how does that affect all of us, right? How does it affect my relationship with my manager, with my champions and mentors, with myself, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then what does that look like in corporate America? Well, we're here to tell you that this is normal. This is corporate normal. America. It's Welcome. not great, but it is normal. It is fa- facts on the grounds, this right? Bullshit comes the fuck up. <laughs> I love, I love what you said at the top. It's like a never ending group project. <laughs> it, it really, really is. is. And it's so hard because as your work with women, like you and me are like ambitions. We're always like driving the group project, yes. like taking it over the finish line, going above and beyond yes. and like annoyed when, Mrs. Jones was like, (laughs) A's for everyone. 
You're like, oh, I hate it here. I was the only one up till two o'clock in the morning. Oh, I was super fucking honest in my peer reviews. Cause mm. like after every group project, you have those little we half pages. We didn't have pages. peer reviews. Oh, we did. That's so we cool. We had like a little half page and like, who, like, how did this project go? Like who all did what? And I was like, well, like I did everything, <laughs> obviously. I'm like, because I, cause I'm a strong writer and I have a good voice um, when I write professors always knew that I wrote the paper because they're like, this sounds like Vanessa. I'm like, it uh-huh. super fucking does. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I didn't have to point it out. I, I, they I did know. in the place that I was supposed to and designed well to, said. right? Not like bitching about it in the front of the whole class, not throwing other people under the bus. Like just like, you know what? As far as I was concerned, the team did it. But to my professor in private in the space that I was supposed to, I said, yeah, I fucking did this. Well, and that might be an opportunity for Amy Michelle to say, in a 360 peer review that she's asked for. Yes, totally. May or may not be asked for as part of her company HR, you yeah. know, evaluation process. That would be a place for that. Mm-hmm. I also, did your coworker come to you and ask for a referral for something? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was later. Yeah. Um, that was an interesting experience. Mm, tell us more about that. Um, so the Referral request or the recommendation request was very specific. So the prospective manager reached out to me and asked me probably eight or nine specific questions about uh, this colleague's experience uh, or my experience with this colleague, right? Sure. And kind of an assessment of skill and and whatever and like had she done this type of thing. And so I only answered the questions that I could speak to, first of all. Sure. Of course. Yep. And then I only answered the questions that I could answer affirmatively on. Okay. So just, and I did not answer any questions where I didn't see that skill demonstrated. demonstrated right? I think that's fair. Cause like, it doesn't mean I, she couldn't do it or mm-hmm. didn't do it. Just meant I didn't see it. And as a manager who has looked at lots of like reviews and recommendations and shit like that, you can tell when there's something being omitted, I'm right? A really good writer too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like you're just like, Oh, okay. I see some positive, but I don't, think I see the whole story Mm. therefore there must be negative and like then you Mm. let that manager draw their own conclusion looks like yeah that that's where that is like you Michelle you need to stay positive stay focused on yourself and like stay a team player so that like your attitude doesn't like get you in trouble because I've had that problem before right and I think I think it's a this is a distraction for you 100 percent 100 I've had to receive this advice recently <laughs> stop focusing on this other person yeah it's removing focus from you're keeping the main thing the main thing yeah and what what they're doing or not doing their job is not your problem not your problem the fact that they're not delivering guess what they don't report to you not a crisis and the people who work around them they absolutely know they know they super know my favorite example of this like this like attitude check is exact like <laughs> the weirdest the weirdest analogy and it definitely comes from like christian texts okay (laughs) but it's like enough in popular culture i think we can make this reference and people will get it okay is is the prodigal son oh yes everyone knows the story of the prodigal son the son who's like out here and wilding and like comes back and dad just like throws in this massive banquet Everybody meantime yeah the brother who stayed at home and does does his job all day is like all frustrated by this yeah people forget about that part of the story is that like there's this brother and he kind of like bitches about it. Right. <laughs> like there's maybe like two or three passages in any, like any version of the Bible like mm-hmm. that exists. There's like two or three passages about it. And his dad's just like, sit the fuck down. Like stop you, complaining. Yeah. Did you forget that I, you have the entire inheritance. He's getting a banquet. Calm, calm down. He gets you know one mean? night. You get 
the generations of wealth. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. Hey, <laughs> hmm. which one would you take? Exactly. So like, so like instead of focusing on him at his feast and pouting about it, right? Like, remember all the things that I've given you, like, that's the story. Mm-hmm. So like, that's what I'll say to you, Amy Michelle is like, quit focusing on this person who's like being a pain in the ass. Like, I don't know what it takes for you to log into the work logs and look at her work. Don't do it. I love the pettiness. Though. I know. Like, oh, I, I live for that shit. Like, I, I couldn't care less what celebrities are up to, but I really, really want to know, like, what's going on with the Walmart employees at like two o'clock in the morning? Because that's where I'm at. Like, there was some, I was like, I think at McDonald's and there was like some drama. Like, you could tell from like one, because there's two windows from right. one window to the second one, like something had happened. And I was like, can I just like stay here? What's going on? I'm like, back what's going You know what I mean? I was like, hmm. You've already got your McFlurry. You're like, I you're good like, to go. I got, yeah, I was like, where, do you have popcorn? I got fries. <laughs> I mean, like, amazing. So like, yeah, instead of instead of focusing on him at his fees, focus on you and your inheritance and like the opportunity that this could produce for you. And like, let's go make some more fucking money. Got a question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, workwives. And what this represents for you is an opportunity. That's right. It's beautiful. It's giving Anne Geddes. What yes. was that baby photographer? Yeah. She'd like make cabbages out of them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like I'm a hundred percent sure at least one of those babies was photoshopped and plopped in there. Like, <laughs> nope. They were all sleeping or they're all fake. <laughs> <laughs> copy paste, copy paste. AI gen could you imagine Anne Geddes with AI generation? Oh She'd God. take pictures of one kid and then be like, kid and in flower, kid in <laughs> kid as puppy, kid as cabbage, kid as peonies. Now I want to go see some of her stuff. Anne Geddes. Yeah. Is, is that the right name? Yeah. She's Australian. Did you know that? We love that. Kid as sunflower. Cute. I guarantee you all those kids were not that happy at the same time. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like these ones I'm have not purple pull- flowers on their heads. <laughs> this is also the one not pulling your work. This is the one doing the work. That's Amy Michelle. This is her coworker. And she's like, the fuck is this one doing? You said don't suck the thumb. I was like, <laughs> I'm looking at the camera. <laughs> This one's about to lose her shit. <laughs> oh, baby. That's exactly They're the so vibe. They're so cute. Uh-huh. These are like associates in corporate America. They're so cute. Oh, baby. <laughs> Your manager's looking at the both of you going like, oh, <laughs> you guys are adorable. <laughs>